Welcome to the Afton Podcast. Today we have an amazing guest with us, Stephen Hall, an artist who brings a brutal twist to his topography and designs. Stephen's work is infused with creepy, grotesque, and wild metal style, inspired by his love for death metal and his lack of barriers when it comes to type and design. He is incredibly consistent in his craft, creating a new piece every day. He is a true inspiration, breaking boundaries and pushing the limits of what topography can be. In this episode, we'll be diving into Stephen's journey and finding out how he came to love what he does. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired by the one and only Stephen Hall. This is what being on the radio feels like? Yeah. Um, you Shit, might have I to like move that. it a little higher. Like just, yeah. Right there? Right, right there. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we're going to get right in. So first of all, I, I don't know much about calligraphy. Um, would you call yourself a calligrapher? Uh, or, or would it be something else? A I, different term? I actually don't even know, but uh, it would be called, uh, I guess, just like a lettering enthusiast, I guess. like You, you wouldn't call it a calligraphy in that um, sense? No, I wouldn't call it calligraphy. I just think that... Uh, calligraphy is way more like elegant and there's a lot of like rules to go through with calligraphy which i'm just like no nah. yeah like i just kind of do whatever i want mm. yeah because uh i started off i practiced like with one of those like straight pens yeah and i started off with a uh, black letter and then um i was just like oh man like you know some people are so good at it because they could think outside the box with just that one shape yeah and i was like oh what the hell like this is so hard like i can't make it look good <laughs> like i mean you should see his work uh, <laughs> i mean i i don't agree with you on that you can make like you can make things look good like later on not to jump into it right now we're gonna talk about the topic of simplicity versus like uh extravagant things yeah. right and your work is not simple through my eyes it's not simple there's a lot of things to it but not to jump into that conversation right now like right now is just what do you find your challenges as an enthusiast <laughs> in, in, uh, in toronto so the challenges like is like people are so caught up in being seen in toronto that they don't, they, it's not necessarily they don't put out good stuff. It's just they want to like flood your brain with their work. Mm. So they'll keep just like pumping out pieces. And I do the same thing. But if I don't like something, I just won't post it. I'll just be like, it was yeah. a practicing moment. That's fine. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, I'm an easy to please kind of guy. So as soon as something looks good in my brain, I'm like, murdered it <laughs> like doesn't doesn't matter how long it takes if it took me like four hours or it took me 15 minutes mm. if it looks good to me i'm like yes like yeah. i did it like you know yeah I, I feel like that's very important in today's age you got so many things going on yeah every, every time you turn on your phone go on to ig or whatever platform you are bombarded with so much yeah it's nuts now you turn it off for 10 seconds turn it back on 10 seconds later and there's oh, a yeah. lot more it's right? insane so like there's that and i find that with what you said that everybody wants to be seen i mean like you only have a few seconds to gain a person's attention yeah really mm -hmm. so you kind of have like it's that ball game of you kind of have to make um the the most out of those few seconds you have and if you don't well tough luck <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like we live in such a time where it's like information now 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 mm. that you need to kind of make things that like if somebody scrolls past it quick they're like wait what the hell was that mm. like you know what i mean like because people like on instagram i miss a lot of my friends work because it just gets lost in whatever instagram algorithms doing with you know, flooding yeah. my feed with different things. And I'm just like, man, I didn't know you were killing it like that, homie, lately. Like, God <laughs> damn, dude. But um, it's actually nice to, like, 
go through Instagram slowly and like when you see like a homie post something, you're like, did I miss anything? Go through their stuff. You're like, oh, God damn, these are so nice. Like, mm. you know, I love seeing my friends do good. And my homie, Quinn Shorman, um, mm. when I first started, he was like, you got to try Blender, dude. Yeah. You got to try Blender. And I was like, uh, maybe. He's like, it's free. And I was like, what? It's free? I know. And it's I was like, hell yeah, I dude. Mean, I'm gonna like, it's really hard to get free, <laughs> amazing things. Yeah. These days, so right? like the thing with me, I was like, hey, I don't have to. I don't have to put a dollar into this program. Yeah. Like, hell yeah. Like, yeah. Download it. And then I was just like, man, this is hard. I deleted <laughs> it. <laughs> and I did that like 10 times before I'm like, it is free. <laughs> so you I pick mean, it back up. Yeah. What do you think of that, though? The, the notion of free things versus things that you have to purchase. So for me, when I look at that, like ZBrush, for instance, right? Um, I purchase it. Uh, I'm on a monthly, but I find that doing that, being on that monthly, I have this sense that, okay, I have to use it, you know, or if I'm not using it, then bloody hell, 50 bucks. Yeah. Right. So not necessarily force myself, but then I'm always in that zone that, okay, I got to use it. I got to use it. I got to use it. Yeah. And by the way, I don't know if I should say this. If you have a friend in university, and you're not in university, use their student yeah, account. Take advantage of that. Take, take advantage of <laughs> this that. Is a, this is an inside scan. Yes. <laughs> like, ask them for their login. Ask them to create like a Maya, whatever type of account that like you could learn a program from. Yeah. You know, that's the easiest way to get a uh, free software like in today's world. Yeah. Like anyway. I've always wanted to try, I've always wanted to try Cinema 4D. I was like, damn, dude. <laughs> I, know, I know like i'm such a penny pincher like in <laughs> real life anyway i'm like whoa that's not free i know <laughs> you see and, and like that's where i'm like okay well get a friend in university and get them to mm -hmm. like create the subscription for you it's inside scoop I'm yeah right. inside scoops <laughs> <laughs> but anyway back to back to the paying for things and not paying for things well how do you feel about the workflow in that sense um i like to pick like my days where i'm like you know what i'm not going to touch blender today mm. i'm just gonna like you know draw my ipad or you know what i mean maybe i just won't do anything that day it's it's important to give yourself those days where you're just like no absolutely not but um yeah. just because the program is free I love to take advantage of it as much as I can and try yeah. to like learn and you know what I mean? Cause maybe there will be one day where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get cinema 4d or I'm going to, you know, do something like that. But like I, uh, some of my friends that I see like putting out work from cinema 4d, I'm like, that's beautiful. man. It is. I'm like, geez, dude. It yeah. It's, it's definitely noticeable. When they use it. Yeah. 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 Have you ever seen the uh, the Unreal Engine? Oh, man. Oh, my Lord. What are they doing over there? <laughs> Yo, like, um, so I want to become a production designer. And, like, the thing is, I'm so caught up in all these other programs. But then Unreal Engine is the thing I should be learning It's so right insane. Now. Like, have you seen the, not VR, the uh, not augmented reality, but virtual virtual cameras like them using real cameras no i haven't so, seen that you've seen the mandalorian oh yeah, yeah you know of it yeah right so they're using real cameras to project this virtual world yeah what's going on nowadays huh Dude, <laughs> like it, it is just unreal or unreal engine <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> with your work um well just with anybody's work there is that notion of aesthetic uh, yeah. work versus uh, work with meaning or rather political or symbolic work. And then like, I like adding a third and saying personal work. That's the category that my work falls under. I'm curious, what do you find yours to fall under? Um, None of my work really has any meaning on it whatsoever. <laughs> and and like in in that sense, it's the aesthetic. Yeah, I'm a very like 
I like things that look gooey and mm. almost like if you were to touch them, they would be slimy and like gross looking things. And then also like really sharp things like, you know what I mean? Like very pointy, rugged objects and stuff like that. But um, I love a good, powerful piece for somebody to put out and it has yeah. like a meaning and I'm like, oh man, like I wish I could think about something like, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like put out a yeah. piece that like, yeah, people are going to see this are going to be like, whoa, yeah, that's powerful stuff. Yeah. But then I'm just like, I don't know what to do, man. <laughs> like, you know? So I'm just like, let's go back to making something slimy. Like, yeah, you know? no, like I feel you with that. That's why like on my personal note, like my work is aesthetically, it's for the aesthetic and my personal self. Absolutely. And the main reason why is because I don't want to talk for other people, you know, like the other genre of work is mainly talking for a group of people and talking about a general public's um, thought process on a certain subject. Yeah. And I feel you know? like when you start almost like putting out work like that, you're going to make some people upset. Yes. You know, and I'm just like, I don't want to do another A hundred percent with that, right? And yeah. that, and thus, like, you just go into the zone of, hey, I got to make work that relates to my personal life. When you make work that relates to your soul self, yeah, right? No one's going to find that offensive because it's subjective AF. Yeah. Right? Like, you're going to look at one of my pieces and go like, nah, man, that's too slimy, dude. You're canceled, man. <laughs> like, <no. laughs> but yeah, like I just like I'm the type of person like I don't really want to step on anybody's toes. Mm. So I just don't. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, I love looking at it and thinking about powerful pieces where I'm just like, whoa, like, damn, dude, like this person's really going through it. And, you know, maybe I should reach out to this person and see if they're OK. Yeah. But then I'm like, mm, you never know. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. maybe it's for someone they know or it's not really them, but they're just making it, you know, as being like, hey, you know, mm. you got to, you know, look on the brighter side of things or just whatever the subject is of the piece. But it's just uh, I just don't have the mental capacity to think of something that would be like, hey, this is going to be a powerful ass piece. I'm just like <laughs> slimy and gooey and maybe sharp once in a while but like, yeah. no i i really feel you on that like it's something i feel every artist in their journey has to kind of learn and by the way i'm not taking this away from people that make political or no absolutely um, pieces yeah pieces that stand to the general public those are highly important in today's world i right? i think so too yeah it's just like one has to understand their personal voice as well yeah like right. i'm not into politics at all yeah and you know i should be but or at least i should pay a little bit of attention but i'm <laughs> <laughs> but i'm just like oh, people are getting so heated i don't know why yeah. and now i don't even want to know why because i don't want to be a target maybe for somebody like you know what i mean on my social media so i'm just like i'm just gonna Whatever happens, happens. I don't know. Like, yeah. I know there's, like, an election going on. And I'm just like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so, like, I, through the little time I've known you, you your work has grown exponentially. I, I'm not talking <laughs> about, like, your audience, per se, right? I'm just talking about your work and just seeing you create all these pieces right um mm -hmm. and thank you you're welcome that was sick you're thanks <laughs> <laughs> and like um through my eyes i've kind of started seeing all these possibilities in these doors i'm like oh man that's a t like xyz is a door opening for you yeah right um and as you see a person grow with their work you kind of get to see that all right from um like an outside perspective, mm -hmm. but then from you, your inside perspective, what possibilities do you find have opened up um, as a 
enthusiast <laughs> artist? <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like that I've been just like not putting myself in a box of like, I need to just be using Blender like, or I need to just be using Photoshop and stuff like that. Like I, I'll make something in Blender, then I'll throw it on my iPad. AirDrop is so sick. I love AirDrop, dude. Like it's so good because <laughs> it makes the workflow so much easier. It's just like bam, 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 like sending it to all your devices. I remember devices. we were talking about this the first time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm in love with that thing, dude. It's so much fun. But like I'll make a piece on Blender and then render it out and just airdrop it right to my iPad and like, you know, doodle over it and see what I can do with it. And if I don't like it, then I just like go back to my computer, see what else I can do. Like it's, um, I never, so it made my work grow in the way where I could be like, if you're making something in one software, you don't have to stick to, you don't have to finish it there. Mm. You know, like, play around with it other places like it'll actually like make it better mm. like if you make it worse all you have to do is click that x mm. and then you're out of the program it didn't yeah. ruin your work you know but i know in blender like i've i've learned that where where i'm like i have to only work in blender today and i like make something so ridiculous and i'm just like trying to like go back go back and i'm just yeah. like you can only go back so far, dude. Yeah. You 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 passed it. Yeah. You blew it. <laughs> that's that's very true. Thinking of it. Yeah. Right. I don't use one program as well. Like right. Like, in the beginning of learning it all, you're stuck in one program. Yeah. Right. Um. And then after a certain amount of time, you see that okay, using one tool is kind of limiting. You know, you kind of have to open up. It's very limiting. It's it's kind of like you're blocking yourself from making something. And I'm sure whatever somebody's working on is amazing, but it could actually be so much better. You know, mm -hmm. so never put yourself into a box via the software you're using. Like mm -hmm. always explore what else you can do with it yeah it makes it more fun you, yeah you learn a lot more i've been trying to learn uh, illustrator good luck bro <laughs> oh my god dude. it's so hard like <laughs> like my homie quinn is like an illustrator maniac he's so good at it so one night i was just like yo come by we'll have a beer and chill and then you know, make something on Illustrator, let me watch. Yeah. And then I'll do something on Blender and you can watch. Yeah. He was he made something so fast, I was just like, okay, dude, that was not fair. You gotta re go <laughs> re redo that one. Like talk me through it. He's like, Oh wow, yeah. I get into like these zones where, you know, you just work. As soon yeah. as the program's there, you just like nee, 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 like autopilot into yeah. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I don't know what the hell is going on in this program. <laughs> Dude, like for me, like personally, for me to get into my zone, I have to be in the program for at least 45 minutes to an hour. Mm -hmm. But then like the problem with me getting into my zone is that I get too into it, that I completely forget the rest of the world. Yeah. Right. My surroundings and everything. It's completely out shifted. And I'll just like hammer it for i don't know four or five hours before yeah, and then you're before like, i take my first break like shit i gotta go to bed <laughs> <laughs> yeah have you ever like worked while it's bright outside and then you forget about it and then you get up and you see it's dark yeah it was uh, actually like insane so uh i went to mexico some guy was like i need a job done i'm like easy like i got this yeah i couldn't make him happy no everything and i was just like no and then i I worked like all day all night finished it i had to do like 10 animations and i was like oh i shouldn't have even agreed to this i could have been like <laughs> absolutely not dude like but turned out really sick a lot better than i expected myself yeah. of doing and you know i was like oh, tap on the back <laughs> like then I was just like, oh, wow, like, you have to go get your Uber to go to the airport in 15 minutes. <laughs> like, yes, like, just, just made it. But that yeah. was probably the longest time I worked on my computer. And it was like, I want to say 19 hours. Yeah. It was well, nuts. <laughs> what's your work process like? 
in, in that sense. Uh, can you like, can you give a rundown of working with the for the project you had to give in with the guy? Yeah. So, like, if it's non NDA. <laughs> Sue me, baby. No, <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's <laughs> so if somebody wants something like that, like, um, it's pretty much just like I I'd like to talk to them first and get like an, an initial vibe like hey you know what do you want yeah you know what i mean don't don't tell me like just do it because then you're never going to be happy you know so like tell me the initial vibe like how like what's going on are you going to put music with it let me hear the music let me you know you know let me hear your voice like let me know how excited you are about this project does it mean a lot to you does it like mean absolutely nothing to you because you know what i mean i like to feed off like the energy of the client at the time yeah um but he was like yeah like this is gonna be so sick and i was just like well now i gotta go in like you know <laughs> so i was just like sick like super cool guy but he was always like mm. you know when you there's just like something off and he's just like i don't know do you yeah. know and i'm like how am i supposed to know man it's your it's your thing like yeah. You I am for this. Yeah. yeah, on a platter. It's like, this is it visually. He's like, there's something missing. <laughs> I'm like, tell me. I will do this. <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, okay, now you tell me. No, you tell me. <laughs> how, how, okay, what's the best way to work with clients like this? Um, Never get heated. Mm. Some people don't know what, what's going on. Mm. You know what I mean? Like. A lot of people, like, my brain moves, like, 100 miles a minute, like, whenever I'm, like, thinking of something to do. Yeah. So imagine if, like, you can have somebody make something for you, but then you're just, that's your that's your brain. You're just mm -hmm. like, oh, and this and this and this and this. But then, like, if it gets too complicated, you got to be like, this is going to look absolutely insane. Like, you're not going to like this. Yeah. So you just got to keep it real, like, with them and just, like, never get heated with them because, like clients if they could do it they wouldn't come to you right so i just like hey like i'm here it's gonna be a chill time yeah i'm gonna make something sick yeah you know sit back relax i'm gonna send you some things you're gonna give me feedback if i kill it first try that's then awesome. that's then that's i mean it's always nice if oh you, my but god then it's never the case i've only <laughs> had a couple and i was just like really like first try and they're like yep absolutely stop yeah and i was like whoa that's blast. like i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna crack a couple beers tonight now like <laughs> yeah that's that's always the best but never, yeah uh, it, very rare that that's the case yeah but you just got to keep a level head and making people happy because it never mm. happens as quickly as you want yeah you know uh we talked a little about this but um just to touch on it a little more what tools do you completely use to create um clientele work um or just work in general just work in general well i kind of just it's it's the exact same client work my personal work um i actually love drawing on my ipad yeah yeah i love I planning things out i love working on procreate first and just like writing down ideas and kind of using it like a sketchbook and a notebook yeah so i like to do that first it really puts me in the mindset of um it's always good to brainstorm and that's like my brainstorm space is yeah. procreate so when i do everything and start working in blender i don't really have to think too much because i already wrote things down in my procreate so it's kind of like, and then I could let my brain relax. You know, I could listen to some music and, or like, you know, just like vibe out with like some already pretty banging ideas I have on my iPad yeah. where I'm just like, oh, hell yeah. I don't have to think about anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. all I have to do is think about like, how can I execute that on Blender or <clears throat> like whatever I'm using. But then that's an even funner part for my brain to relax and be like, maybe we could try a different way this time because now we don't even have to think about, you know, what your idea is. It's already right there. Yeah. So now let's just play around. Let's learn more things in Blender and, you know, let's 
it's it's so much fun when you have that free little bit of free time in your brain if you wanted to create something because like I feel like if you jump into like a piece on Blender blindly, it's just like the program is so overwhelming, mm. you know? So you're just like, well, now I just spent two hours trying to do something that didn't work. And now I'm just going to, you know, not do it. <laughs> yeah. You don't export from Procreate to. Uh, yeah. Once in, a, once in a while, like I'll just be like, just for like a basic shape. I'll, uh, the only thing I use Illustrator for is, um, image tracing and <laughs> exporting it into. <laughs> yeah, man, we all, we all have our like minimal use. Oh my God. We all have. And Adobe, you're draining my money dry, dude. Oh. <laughs> Get someone with the student account, my friend. another secret is always student accounts yeah those those are like bless heavenly stuff um shit dude (laughs) (laughs) i i know i know like that's that's the big problem is that well i mean man like with the combination of all these tools that one uses it can accumulate to quite a lot yeah you know oh yeah it's like it's like getting netflix crave and brine you know you're only going to use really one no 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 no. like those (laughs) the other two are cheap as f man like netflix is the one it's like having four or five netflix accounts bro the the 4k subscription pieces (laughs) right (laughs) 4k with like full six people or four people family sharing like the highest here times four or five or something yeah there was at one point me and my partner we had like eight streaming services because you know we do the month for free and then we forget (laughs) about it and then i was just like why am i so why am i so broke (laughs) Wait a second. It's just like, oh, dude, no. <laughs> Yo, I feel you with that. Eight. eight. Like, yeah, it was nuts. We were just like, we got like that, like, that fire TV. And we're just like, everything, absolutely. <laughs> genius. Oh, man. It's only genius when you don't, like, bef- when you cancel right before, right? Um, I did it the not genius way, so. Make sure you cancel. You gotta those. put a reminder on that, man. You gotta put a reminder. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna call you a calligrapher because in my head, bro, that's what you. That are. works. It, it, does yeah. that work for you? Yeah, that works. Like in my head, when I look at your work, I'm like, oh man. And when I in, like when I share your work with people, I know I'm like, oh man, there's this calligrapher and he he makes amazing work. I'm not like, thanks, this, dude. The aesthetically word guy <laughs> I <don't say> that. <laughs> but no like for real man um your work is magnificent and i introduce you that way right so yeah like as a calligrapher what what goals have you achieved in the past year and what goals do you look to achieve um as well okay so as like an artist Mm -hmm. i i don't set goals for myself oh why is that um i feel that if like if i don't reach those goals i would be kind of disappointed you know yeah so i just like kind of like oh wherever i go i go like and it's actually been working so i haven't really been putting myself kind of like at these checkpoints and what i'm doing i'm just like as long as it's still fun, mm. I win. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's no way I can lose if I'm still having so much fun. Yeah. You know, so if I'm like, I want to reach 10,000 Instagram followers by the end of the year, and then I don't, then I'm like, oh, like, why? Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm just like, I don't really, I don't really care about like setting goals um a a big thing that i was like really happy with with my work lately is that a lot of people want work mm. and i'm like that's nice mm. like you know like that feels good but 
yeah, I never really set a goal for myself artistically. That's like, that's so interesting. <laughs> like, no, like for real that I find that so interesting because you're, you're in the minority of that type of thinking. At least I believe you're yeah. in that minority. And normally we get everybody else's perspective, but we don't necessarily get like your perspective. But it, but I'm saying I'm not saying it's not good to set goals because yeah, yeah, some people course. need that. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Some people work better with an end goal in mind because it makes them work harder. Yeah, me, not so much. <laughs> like not so much. Like I'm like when it comes to art and stuff like that. Like. There are some days where I'm just like super lazy mm. and I'm just like, you know what? I needed that. Yeah. Like I'll open up Blender and be like, let's look up something funny on YouTube just for a little bit. And then I'm just like, holy, I just watched fail compilation videos for like three hours. And I was just like, yeah, it's my brain telling me to just chill out, man. Like, mm. and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm going on the couch. <laughs> yeah. So you're, you just, you're light with it. Yeah, like I mentally try to put myself in a space where nothing really bothers me. Yeah, so it just doesn't lead to disappointment in the end. Like, yeah, like, you know, process. like if a client is being like kind of like pushy or like I can't satisfy them with like a piece that I put out, I just go, okay, I'm going to take a break. We're going to come back at it tomorrow. Hopefully I put something out that you're very happy with and it it has never it, it hasn't failed me yet <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, knock on wood did you just knock on your head yeah <laughs> but yeah, um that's hilarious you know i'm sure everything will if it's smooth sailing now like mm. It'll continue. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it works for you. It's a method that works for you. Yeah, right? exactly. You, you can't be like, hey, this word, this method works for me. I'm going to try something new. Yeah, you know, that, for sure. That's the dumbest thing you can do if something works for you. Yeah, if something, but like, a lot of people need to understand that too. It's like, if you're actually feeling stressed out about something that shouldn't stress you out, maybe try a different way of looking at it or thinking about it mm. you know because like if you're stressed out about something like let's say blender there's a lot of people that i talk to on the internet that are just like i can't learn blender i can't like i like actually like don't understand it and i was like i was there too yeah but you just gotta relax yeah you know maybe you know what delete the program for a month Delete it for a month and just like draw and do whatever and then open it back up. It will click one day. Yeah, Prince. Uh, I don't know if you're like a Soulsborn type of guy, like Bloodborne, Dark Souls. Uh, oh, is that like um, games and stuff? Oh, um, uh, what's that game? What's that new one? Elden Ring. Oh yeah, right. everyone's doing that. Everybody's doing. It. <laughs> but then like um, they have this like they're they're just hard. They're difficult and most people tend to just play it in the beginning and then delete it and then yeah. come back to it after and appreciate it for what it is. Right. It's just another reference that I, that I could think of. Yeah, exactly. Sense. I feel like, especially with like programs that are so huge, like ZBrush and Blender and the learning curve is going to be higher. Oh yeah. Like it's oh, not yeah. going to be like, I'm going to I'm going to jump into Blender and I'm going to you know become amazing at it. Like no one opens the program for the first time and they're like I figured it out. Yeah. Um <laughs> and, and you see something that a lot of people don't realize or keep in mind is that those programs are not designed for you to know everything. No. You are going to know what your field or the work that you gravitate towards. Yeah, there's um, so needs, many things. You know, exactly. Like with, like right now, I can talk about it right now because like <laughs> this episode's going to be placed later on, right? Um, Like I am kind of working out how to um, create, like create face, 
create the skull underneath, but make the face more, um, more not necessarily cloth-like, but melty. Oh, cool. Type, right? So I'm currently in the phase of doing that. There's a, a dynamic brush, right, that I've been using, but just to make basic cloth. Yeah. Right? And now that I'm digging into it even more, I'm finding that there's a lot more to it, you know? Yeah. And this is something I haven't known for months, over six months. And, and that's just because my work didn't gravitate towards that. Exactly. Of, and that piece um, that we put out, did you use a dynamic brush for the cloth wrapping around the uh, figure? Yeah. I, yeah, I that's used beautiful. Man. I love that. Thank you. Thanks a lot, first of all. <laughs> but like now I'm like, oh, I could do so much better. Isn't it crazy when you learn something and you're just like, Man, if I knew this like one month ago. <laughs> yeah. Like that's that's the thing, right? Is that everything is just a learning. Yeah. I always tell everybody process. it's just like you just got to keep trying. Like yeah. keep trying. And I always recommend YouTube University. You could type in any tutorial you want on that thing and something's going to pop up. Did you just call it YouTube University? Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I, I really like that, man. I like that a lot. Yeah. That's what, uh, that's a shout out to my, my homie Quinn. <laughs> oh, hey Quinn. <laughs> yeah. But no, it, it, it's like these programs aren't, as mentioned, it's, it's, they're not designed so you know everything. Oh, no, no one, it's insane. No one knows everything on these programs. Yeah. And when yeah. I feel like the programs update, they add like 10 new things. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, okay, there's no way that somebody knows every well there are people that know everything yeah about oh, let's say blender that's true that's there are true. a couple people there are a few people yeah that i'm like oh my god like like on zbrush it's michael pavlovich i, I think his name is michael pavlovich isn't it so insane that like i wonder the hours the hours put into that like but that's also like determination like people need to realize like he didn't start off like Open the program. It's like ZBrush, man. I understood everything as soon as I saw it. Yeah. No, dude. Like people have to like actually read things and like watch tutorials and you know it's not it's YouTube not University. bad to ask people. <laughs> YouTube University, look it up. <laughs> but uh, it's not a bad thing to be bad at something. Yeah. Because you can't get any worse. <laughs> <laughs> For real, though. Where did where did you start with all of this? Um, like with Blender? Just your know, work in general. Because I, I remember we had this conversation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, like, uh, so I like was doing like, I really liked artists like Ben Ean. Like just like big, bold lettering pieces. Like just like beautiful elegant letters and I was uh, a part of this art show and um, I was definitely the worst one there <laughs> it was horrible yeah. but it was fun and Honestly, it was a good learning experience and like yeah so I was looking at all my friends because it was an art show that included the skateboarding community and stuff like that so I knew everybody mm. and I was just like oh man I didn't know they were like really good art like i was just like oh shit but um uh my buddy was just like dude your art is not good <laughs> and, and i was like gutted at first i was like oh, like knife knife yeah. in the stomach but i was just like that was like a real thing to say because if you was just like Oh man, your yard's your yard's good. Yeah. Like, you know, like and then I just would have been doing the same Yeah. The same shit. Like, and yeah. it would have been horrible. Yeah. So when I heard that, I was just like, he's absolutely right. <laughs> uh, and then I was just like, Well, it's it's always also good if you aren't really happy with like what you're doing. Like, I liked my old art. But I just, like, wasn't, like, really stoked on it. Yeah. You know, it's just, like... As in, like, getting not necessarily satisfied, but getting comfortable with yeah. your work. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So, like, 
I was just like, I would finish a piece of shitty art (laughs) and then I'd be like, yeah, whatever, it's done. But like, now that my friend said that um, at the art show, broke my heart, (laughs) but thank you so much. Uh, It it made me go home and be like, okay, I just want to do something that I like doing, but I want to keep it in the same thing because I really love typography and lettering and calligraphy and stuff like that. And I was just like, okay, what do you love a lot? And I was like, well, I like skateboarding. I'm not going to do anything. I like to keep that separate from my art. Mm. I don't really like doing like skateboarding themed art. It's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, I love like death metal music and, you know, some pretty heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, why don't you just start doing like death metal logos, man? Like that stuff looks cool. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, clicked. And then I was just like, all right, I'm going to run with this. Yeah. And that was that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's been it's been good and it's been fun. And like, I like it because every time I try to do something, it's different. Like it never, whenever I start a piece, it never feels like that, like I'm following a formula, which it, it makes it, it's like really refreshing every time, which there's no way I'm going to stop. <laughs> you know, I love it. Can't stop. No, nah, can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> <laughs> so from then on, from the practice, how did you end up getting your first client? Um, It was just actually through Instagram. I just like kept posting stuff like that. A lot of people started, you know, just sharing it with their friends. And like, it was actually like really cool how when one person shares it, you could see it. So it was like, whoa, like it was sent to somebody. Yeah. And then it just, it kept going. It's like, whoa, people are sending it like cool. Like, you know, and then I honestly can't even remember my first client, (laughs) but. A memorable client. How's that? A memorable client. I did some work for um, a musician named getter Mm -hmm. and um he was just like do whatever make it super brutal and then it was just like so much fun because i he also gave me creative freedom but also was like this is the vibe so it's just like oh thank you like you gave me kind of like a guideline of what you wanted but then you were like take and just run with that so that was really cool um he was super happy which like made me happy nice but that was probably one of my most memorable and then daniel over at stingwater shout out daniel stingwater uh he daniel shout out shout you up buddy yeah man but um he gave he was like one of my first uh clients where i was just like oh my god like you actually want me to do something for your clothing and i was and he was like yeah your stuff's so cool and then uh I think I charged him like 75 bucks <laughs> and I didn't even cash the check. I just put it on my, uh, my wall. It's like, Oh yeah, we in the money. We, we in the money, baby. Like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was also a really uh, fun commission memory. I still yeah. look at the check once in a while and be like, ah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are some that are more there for, the heartfelt of it all. Yeah, know? like I never I never really have a price because you know, like I always ask what's a budget you're comfortable with? Yeah, is that what you do? Always. I yeah. always do cuz I know dude, money sucks, man. <laughs> like <laughs> like some people might not be as fortunate as other people. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know what? Let's make something fun. Like Yeah. I don't really care. But um some people are just like, no, well, you tell me. I don't. I have like an endless source of money, and I'm like, can I like ask for you? I can anything, like any amount. They're like no, <laughs> it's like one million dollars. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's never really about money in my mind when I'm making something. Mm-hmm. But if somebody is going to completely like 
kind of be a d bag about it yeah <laughs> then i'm gonna i'm gonna up the price like if yeah. you flaunt to me like look at all this money i got mm-hmm. then i'm like well you came to me dude and you asked me to budget it out i'm gonna raise that price dude. <laughs> <laughs> i find on my on my sense of things the price they give me dictates the amount of work i put into it into whatever piece yeah like especially especially as a sculptor man right it's like you can spend months on a piece yeah that that or, stuff looks so tedious dude. yeah <laughs> or you could spend like a day on a piece yeah right um but then the amount you give me factors in how much work is kind of put in absolutely so, yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that hey the quality of it is going to be bad no it's just it dictates the amount of time i put into it right a hundred percent yeah just because okay you're saying okay work at this low budget right okay well i can't work for too long because you, you just got to factor in time is what i'm saying yeah uh more over anything because at, at the end of the day i hate this saying but you know, time is money. Time is money. And that is super true. But like, you know, I'm also saying like, if I need to work with somebody's budget. Yeah. And it's like extremely low. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not going to put like a mass amount of time into it. Exactly. You know, it's just, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> like, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Um, I find that really important. I remember we were talking, I believe it was through text. I forget the actual conversation, but then it was about comfortability, comfortability in, oh, oh crap. I forget, man. <laughs> I just had it. I just had it. I'll get back to you yeah. <laughs> um, on that one. But how does your work differ from the beginning days? to now um what issues did you have earlier on that you have kind of gotten through or are somewhat getting through right now Mm -hmm. and what things did you learn in the beginning that have carried their way on right now i know that's a lot (laughs) 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 uh the main thing i like learned at the beginning was like I tried to put myself into like a box of like, I was like obsessed with like Benin's work and he's like a cool old guy and he has like a bunch of tattoos. And I was just like, but his art is so elegant and beautiful. Like I could do that too. And I was just like, okay, sick. I suck at it. <laughs> like, <laughs> You know? So it was kind of like for anyone that wants to like, just do art in general, think about what you actually want to do. Don't just be like, I just want to be an artist and I'm going to try to, you know, and it's just like, no, but like actually think of it. Yeah. Like think about what you want to do. Study yourself, you know, like sit back and go, what are some things that I like? What don't I like? What, what, like, and I, I wish I did that at the beginning because <laughs> it was absolute dog do at my first art show. And but it was actually such a fun experience to be like, there are people that just like a lot of my other friends that are artists, like they know what they want to do and they bang it out of the park. Like, and I'm just like, that's so cool. Like, damn, like how did you know yourself so well? And it's just through asking questions, just like what you want to see, what you don't, what media do you want to work in? What do you want to paint? Do you want to, you know, literally do pen doodles on paper? Like you can do anything you want. And as long as you like it, you're absolutely fine. Like it, Like, in my opinion, other people's opinions on my work, now that I know what I want to do, don't fucking matter. I mean, exactly. I mean, if you're doing it for yourself, this goes back into the conversation we were having about aesthetic versus political versus personal work, right? Mm -hmm. If you 
start doing work for yourself, then why would someone else's influence necessarily matter? Because your work is subjective and of yourself, you know, like um, not to cut you off here. Right. But like my work, you've seen my work. Mm -hmm. My work is my I love it. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) My work is like quite personal. And it's it's like it's about how I am dealing with with the world around me, with how I'm dealing with my past and how I'm working at it in the future and how I'm dealing with moving from uh, South Africa to here and how these worlds clash to create my world. Yeah. Right. So why would I need someone's information or someone's opinion that is that has not experienced that and they're like, hey, I think you need a little touch of this to um, this concept. No. No. Th- this is about me. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, I don't tend to say that a lot. But anyway. Um, it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> like this piece is about me, right? It- it's my concept. It's my upbringing. However, there's a very big difference between me saying the concept and say um, composition and all those artistic rules. Uh, those are a little bit different. Uh, yeah. The concept, yes, like that's me. But then when it comes to the construction of the art piece, there there are rules that, of course, you could break, you know, um, material sense. If a person comes and says, say I'm trying to invoke uh, uh, like fear, right? And I have this piece and it's bright, bright blue, yellow, uh, bright blue, bright, bright yellow. Right. And I'm like, yes, it's fear. Right. Then in in that sense, okay, I I, I would (laughs) encourage someone to come over and say, okay, like yellow does not invoke fear. Yeah. All right. But then with the concepts, no, that's something else. Yeah. Um, The practicality of it that's where one could be open. Yeah. I always, I always get uh funny DMS where people are like, how dare you call this <laughs> typography? And I'm like, those are the best. Man. And I'm just like, you okay, man? <laughs> <laughs> no, this isn't, I can't read this. Those, like, those are the best. I'm like, talk to me. What's going on? <laughs> you okay? <laughs> and then it's, it's actually funny. Cause when I reply in such a way where it's like kind of funny, yeah. they get way more <laughs> mad. They're like, how dare you ask if I'm okay and blah, you suck. And then just like block me. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> I got hit and even say anything. Yeah, man, the, uh, honestly, like those, those are very entertaining. Those I love them. Best. I love them. And I get them probably like once or twice a week. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> with, with, what we mentioned about like concept and everything mm-hmm. right as you were saying it's your personal um taste yeah. of, taste right so why absolutely would someone's- <laughs> and it's it's bad to say but when it comes to something that you made personally people actually think their opinion matters <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i'm just like uh oh let me just let me just go change that for you sir like yeah no like it's already done like <laughs> yeah so like that's something that you didn't keep in mind before is that it is that what you were saying so like when i first started like with this whole like lettering typography thing i just kind of like tried to follow rules too much mm. in a way where i'm like people are already doing this like at such a high level i'm just like at this point, I'm just copying. And that's and that's a good... It's always good to, like, be inspired by other people. And it's good to, like, take notes. But then I was just like, you know what? Like, it's not satisfying to me. Like, like I, you, you feel good in the time when you're making something. But when you actually stand back and look at it and you're like, this is complete dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it just... You just got to like really if you if you're looking at your own art like that and you're like art is fun to make regardless. Yeah. Like you could do anything and just have a blast and it doesn't have to be amazing and 
you know, like super crazy, but if you actually make something that like you look at and you're like, this is so sick, like you're stoked on yourself. Yeah. Then as I said before, you win. Yeah. You absolutely won. You mentioned copying that kind of sparked the word unique in my head. Right. So what's your definition of a unique art piece? A unique art piece. Okay. So like, it's so hard nowadays to like, to like completely change the game via an art piece because there's so many amazing artists out there that like, you know, they know everything about Blender. They like, they know everything about ZBrush and stuff like that. So it's so, it's so hard to be unique that I feel like a lot of people get kind of like lost in like this like weird mindset where they have to like, I can't be inspired by anybody. Like, you know what I mean? Like they want to be totally off the grid in a sense. Yeah. Kind of like if that makes any sense, they like don't want to have any relatability with anyone else's art. And then it just looks like fucked up. (laughs) Like, you know, it's just, it is it's good to be unique, but it's also good to stay inspired by, you know, heavy hitters because there's a reason why they're so good. This is something that I learned midway into my artistic practice. I wish I learned it earlier, man. I know. And a lot of people get into this like weird thing where they don't want to like be like, yeah, I took some inspiration from this and this because they're in this thing that like, people are going to say stole this or or like, you know what I mean? Stole this idea and stuff like that. And you know, like it's not stealing an idea or it's not stealing an image. It's like just borrowing an idea, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's, it's actually like really fun to like, there's some days where I'm, I don't do any design work and I just look at what my friends are doing. That's all I do. And I just study. I'm like, that's a cool idea. Like how can I kind of like take this idea and, and like, put my typography swing onto it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I really like this lighting or, you know what I mean? Like, how do you think they made those materials and blender, you know? And I always pick my friend's brains. Yeah. And it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. From what I'm getting from you, a unique idea is a combination of two or more art pieces. You know, you take inspiration from multiple and you make a unique idea. It's so hard nowadays to go like, I figured out the idea for a perfect art piece and no one has ever done it ever. What? No, it's yeah. everything yeah. has been done now. We live in like the world, you know, of there's like how many people are on the planet? There's like 10 billion people on this planet. Like you, you're going to tell me like 8 billion. There's 8 billion. I, I, I believe, I believe <laughs> last time I checked, I remember talking to um one of the previous guests about it. Like, it, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I, like, I don't know, in 2015 or something, it was 7.4 billion. It's 8 billion right now. Close. You're close. Don't worry. <laughs> There's we... too many people. <laughs> <laughs> You're, close. You're close. Yeah, but you know what I mean? It's just like, there's so many people like doing what we do. Like, you know, cut some slack. Yeah. You know, but a lot of people are just like such sticklers for like, um, a person that I know, um, I'll pick their brain once in a while, but then they'll just like, stop asking me questions. Stop it. I'm just like, all right, three more questions and then I'll, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you gotta, man, like what, what opportunity you get, you have to. No, exactly. And like, I feel like you could learn a program so many different ways that lead to the same thing where you're like. I can't believe you got kind of like the same material I made, but you did it completely differently. Mm. Like that's so interesting to me. Mm. So I'm like, I always love to like ask like, okay, what, what route did you take to get this? Because I want to try to do it next time, you know, yeah, just to like cover bases. Yeah. Um, with that, are there people in Toronto that completely inspire you that are just a click away you call them you message them and um, you could easily get to them 
and be like, hey, um, I need your advice or uh, I need your help understanding X, Y, Z with my practice. Yeah. So um, my buddy, shout out Quinn again. Uh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> he um, is like the craziest at making like layouts of just like typography pieces that just look like they just look so professional and clean. Like oh, I gotta see this guy's work. Bro. Oh, you gotta show me at, after. at Quinn Shorman on uh, Instagram. Okay, uh, look it up, everybody. It's pretty amazing. Nice. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's just like stuff where I'm just like, see, that's a whole other way of thinking. Mm. And I just like, I'm like, shit. Like mine. Like I could try to make something that looks like his, but he knows like these little, like just such elegant touches to like his work where I'm like, Oh my God. Like, yeah, it could be something so simple, but I'm just like, how did you think that would even, you know, just like a little piece of lettering at the bottom, but it's so small that you can't really read it, mm. but your eye just knows it's there. And you're like, that looks so nice. Yeah. You know, like I love that. Mm -hmm. So I always love when he puts out more, put out more work. Quinn Charman, uh, he works quite a bit. So I feel like, because he also works in his field. Yeah. So I feel like it's it's hard to... He is motivated to make art, but he's a very, like... I feel like he makes it for himself, which is really cool. Yeah. And I'm just like, damn, that's crazy. Because, like, as soon as I'm done something, I'm shaking to post it on Instagram. <laughs> like, <laughs> when I know something's done, I'm like, I just want to get it off my phone. Yeah. You know? But I feel like he has a lot of work that's not posted. And I'm just like, throw it up there. Like, I want to see it all, yeah. you know? But um, he's he's definitely, like, really talented in the sense of, like, he's, like, a layout master. And it's just so crazy. I gotta check his work. Yeah, I love, I love like, even watching him work on, like, Illustrator. I was just like, what the hell is going on? Like, and it and it took him, like no time at all to like put out this basic idea in illustrator where i'm like it looks good like that just like that and he's yeah. like oh no this was just like an idea and i'm just like oh, wow yo man when people do that i know like, yeah he's so talented like that's like you know that they're packing and oh my god yeah they're packing with oh. knowledge yeah it's nuts with that as well do you know any resources people looking to get into your field could use whether online or in toronto just to get started you know uh resources to get into what i'm into yeah Col a lot of people just d dm me on instagram oh yeah and i answer them of course like what am i gonna gatekeep <laughs> like you'd be surprised uh, bro. I'm not going to teach you how to make slimy letters. <laughs> it's like, no, of course. Like, I'm not going to be that guy. If you want to get into it, get into it. Like, you got to say your IG then. Uh, at Cascanapa, throw me a DM. I'm going to ignore you. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll answer. But um, yeah. it's just like, whoever wants to know, like, I'm not, you know, some weird guy that's just like, how dare you want to know? Like, yeah. there's just no way I'm going to be like that when I was exactly like that. Mm. You know what I mean? That's mm. It's weird that I, like, got into Blender and I'm, like, decent enough at it that, like, if you want to know something, I'm going to just tell you how to do it. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not going to, like, babysit you through it. Yeah. But I'm definitely going to write you in, like, an, a, a paragraph on, like, hey. This is what I did. This is what worked for me. Try it out. Show me what you made after. Or, you know, yeah. tell me if it was a dumb way. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like, that's your approach to this question is so unique. Uh, <laughs> like, it's so, it's good, man. Like, I didn't expect you to be like, I'm a resource, bro. Like, yeah. You like, could just DM me and I, I will help you. I'll to, never gatekeep like, knowledge. I never, that stuff's weird, man. That's the this is the first time anyone has said this. Man, it's just a powerful way to get Yeah, it's just like artist. but also I'm just like 
again, shout out Quinn Sharman. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, the Quinn Sharman Yo, podcast. Okay. So I, I think I got to get Quinn here. Uh, I definitely think you got to get Quinn in here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, he is like just... The, and he literally lives down the street. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> he literally lives. Like, I can walk to his house right now in like four minutes. It's nuts. Yo, yeah. okay, okay. The meeting of the minds. <laughs> he probably like sneezed a million times already today like, uh. within the last hour. <laughs> <laughs> but also, Quinn was my resource. So, yeah. You know what I mean? And he was like so open to giving me knowledge like all the time. He's like, if you want to learn something, do it every single day, mm-hmm. even if it's for half an hour, 20 minutes, just enough until you're like, hey, I deleted the Cuban blender and that's step one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm just going to close it and take a breather. Next time I'm going to move the cube around. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just like steps like that. And like he told me, he's like, like some days you will be really demotivated, but you got to like keep go like you know what i mean develop it'll make you habit, feel better man hmm? it's basically developing a habit that's that's exactly what it is and quinn really put that mindset into me where it was just like every day yeah. a little bit every day he did uh i think he did like 500 days in a row like oh, designs bro. like and i was just like oh well I'm yeah, not going to do that. Yeah, that boggles my mind. Yeah. Like he was, he pumps out work and it's just like so crazy to see. Cause like when people pump out a lot of work, uh, the quality. That's what, that's what I remember. I was like, comfortability, oh. <laughs> something, something. And I was like, I forget what we're, it was that, it was that quality, bro. <laughs> so, uh, his quality of work just kept getting better yeah and i was just like what the hell is going on here like what do you have like a 50 designs in your pocket at one time like that you just like choose the best one to post that day and but no he actually just was learning as he was going so it was just like a natural progression in quality Mm. and it like and now it's his job yeah and he's like my favorite artist in toronto like he is nuts with it 